Hi, I'm Holly, your host of the Crush the Rush podcast. I work full-time and run a full-time coaching business. I started my first coaching business when my twins were 18 months old, and I was excited to start something I was passionate about, but overwhelmed with how to make progress in such small pockets of time. The methods of working three to four hours a day in blocks of time didn't work, quite frankly, because I didn't have it. So my mission is to share how you can put together your own side hustle strategy and plan that works for you without giving up your goals and still focusing on your priorities. I can't wait to help you grow your business and more importantly, enjoy that well-deserved time off. Let's get to the show. The official Crush the Rush quarterly planner is here. You don't have an extra 24 hours to run your business, so why have a separate planner for it? I have created the only planner that combines your personal and business goals with a strategy and planning system that helps you grow and scale your business while still focusing on your very important priorities, those VIPs. I'm so excited to introduce the Crush the Rush quarterly planner. No other planner compares to organizing your business and life. And not only is this planner going to look amazing on your desk and help you streamline your goals, but you can feel good about it knowing it's designed and printed and bound locally from sustainable materials. I have partnered with the amazing sisters at North and Third Publishing. You know, the ladies who produced Halle Berry's Journal on Joy, the All In by Teddy, and Amber Ray's Wonder Journal, to name a few. I know, I can't believe it either. If you are working on building a business, managing a family, or just staying organized in everyday life, then this planner is for you. The best part is it's built from feedback from you and everyday busy women women managing family and life and careers who have had the desire to do more and make more of an impact, but maybe like you just needed a little extra guidance, support, and accountability to do it. When you combine strategy with productivity and accountability, it is magic, and it is all built in every day to the planner. And why not work on yourself while giving back to charity? This quarter, we are donating 5% of the profits to In Her Shoes, supporting courage in modern women and young girls. You cannot pass this up. Please grab the link in the show notes, get on the waitlist now so that you can grab this limited edition planner. Don't walk, run, because we are almost sold out of the first edition. You are listening to episode 122 of the Crush the Rush podcast. And in today's episode, we're sharing a little bit more behind the scenes. I was recently interviewed for Thrive Magazine talking about the highs and lows of becoming an entrepreneur. So in this week's episode, I wanted to dig into some of those as I think it's really important to address both the positive and the not so positive. And so this episode is a little bit different because it's personal and it shares some real life behind the scenes. And I truly believe that being a founder, entrepreneur, business owner, etc. can have so many exciting and thrilling moments, but it's also punctuated with periods of doubt and slump and anxiety. So how does one really get through the highs and lows of entrepreneurship? Let's dig in. If you are new here, first, thank you for listening, but I thought it might be helpful to share my backstory before I shared the ups and downs. So prior to the pandemic, I was working full-time for a nonprofit, and I still do, and I was dabbling in starting my own strategic coaching business. I also had a wellness accountability business, which was network marketing, and I was running it 
pretty successfully, but I wasn't 100% in alignment with my long-term goals. So I was working on a lot of things, but I just wasn't focused. And I knew I wanted to pivot, but I wasn't sure how or when the right time would be. I also knew that I needed to niche down and again, wasn't sure what that was, but I, and I wanted to make sure that when I am working on my business, I was working on the right things at the right time. So long story short, without knowing the pandemic was going to be as, t- as intense as it is now, in January of 2020, I decided my next start would, my next step would be to start a podcast dear, geared towards women running a business who were also working full time. And the reason I chose this platform is because I love to teach and I had the background to be able to help a lot of women with their business strategy. So this was my step to streamline my business and niche down my focus, which sounded great. However, ironically, the very first episode of this podcast came out the second week of March in 2020, which was the almost down to the day, the exact day the US shut down because of COVID. So to say that I was panicked was an understatement. I am also an Enneagram 3, and I like things to be perfect and to please people, and this was just not ideal. Not to mention getting on social media to chat about a new podcast called Crush the Rush, i.e. Let's Run a Business, just seemed insensitive when a lot of people were losing their jobs and being laid off. So I pivoted again, and I continue to quietly grow the podcast, but focusing more on community. And I realized that a lot of people were looking to start their businesses because they had been laid off. And even though it wasn't at the scale that I had planned, I just kept going. So what happened that I didn't expect was even more women kept reaching out and asking me how I was running my business with the schedule that we had. So I used this podcast as a platform to teach. And every episode, my focus was how can I help more? And so I answered the questions they were asking, or you were asking, listening to you, the audience, and I continue and still to this day to find guests that can bring in expertise to serve you the most. And so all of a sudden, I had a podcast that was not only growing, but scaling in the middle of the pandemic, but also helping a lot of you grow and scale your business. So this podcast is really what gave me the credibility I needed in a time of uncertainty for people to trust in which turned into allowing me to scale my business very quickly. So now I run a very full-time coaching business while working full-time in our still pandemic home offices in Columbus, Ohio. So if you are new here, a little background about how all this got started. But now let's dig into some of the highs of entrepreneurship, and then I'll share some of the lows and lessons learned. I truly believe my first aha moment was there are a lot of productivity and strategy experts out there. And still come today, the one thing everyone asks is how do I balance, insert something about virtual school, twins, working full time with running a business. So it just reminded me that sometimes we as women want to hear from other women that are just one to two steps ahead of us. It's more relatable and So what I did was just share and still do what is real life. So on social media, you see my kids while I'm creating my courses. On my podcast, I tell you that I'm recording in my basement at 6 a.m. because quite honestly, that's when it's quiet. It's real life. And that is what you and others craved and I believe are still craving. So I knew in my heart that I could do that and I can do that. 
And you can do that. And that is what is most inspiring. So I teach strategy, obviously, and productivity along the way. But I feel like my biggest learning moment was just be real. Just help people be real, be real life. And that is what will help everyone the most. All right, so let's get into the biggest challenge. So I think the biggest challenge I personally have had is that you are never done. So there's always something that can be worked on, created, improved. And I specifically always wish for an extra 24 hours, but we know that that's not true. And I think in my corporate career, there are more strict boundaries, but the to-do list still never ends. And I believe most women who start a business are looking to build a business for time freedom and flexibility, but because they don't have the skills or experience in entrepreneurship, they spend up end up spending all their time working and burning out. And I know this because I did it. And the challenge is knowing when to slow down and when you can speed up, knowing that you are in this business for the long term and you can't work 24-7 for the next years. So I always ask, can you keep going at the same pace that you're going for the next five years? My answer was no, and that's when I knew I needed to change. I also feel like as an entrepreneur, you celebrate your wins a little more closely than perhaps in the corporate world. So a few extra sales are way more personal. It means a family vacation or extra tangible things that can impact your life and your families. And a paycheck from the nine to five, it feels a little different as it's expected and planned. And because of that, I feel like there are really extreme highs and extreme lows. And that was something that I had to get used to. And I would say a lot of it was my financial mindset and really figuring out how to manage that and working in time into my schedule to really focus on that mindset. So I personally have the hardest time when I am not in launch mode because I feel like I'm not doing enough to scale. And I have learned that you have to balance that nurture season and launch season and the highs and lows that come with it because ultimately building a business with passive income is the goal. But there are still some highs and lows built into it. And I don't feel like people talk about that as much. They're like, oh, if you launch a course, you're going to make all this money in your sleep. Well, there is a crap ton of work that goes into launching a course. So maybe this is just a little reminder of it's not always what you hear. Um, And I'm here to tell you to just keep going and know that the ups and downs and the, the highs and lows are very normal. If you want to read more about the highs and lows, I will link the full article in the show notes. I share some tips about launching my mastermind and even some Black Friday lessons learned, which were kind of scary um, and intimidating. So I will link the article, but let's get into some steps as in five things you can focus on to really help you navigate the highs and lows of entrepreneurship. First step is your why and your vision should be so strong it literally holds you up when you fall. You can pretty much read every business book on the market and they will all tell you to create your why, but have you really sat down a pen to paper to write it out? As in when the going gets tough, this is what keeps you going and it needs to be ironclad. I read mine every single morning. It's the screensaver for my laptop. It's framed above my desk like everyone knows about it and it is visible. Number two is what we talked about a minute ago and that is your to-do list will never be complete. So simply being comfortable with never being complete with all of your projects is a big mindset adjustment. I know for me, it's something that I work on every single day. And this is why it's so important to use the method of the cake 
method that I talk about or picking three things to focus on each day. So when you focus on right now, what is going to move the needle forward, as in focus on three things every single day that's going to move the needle forward for that ironclad vision, the rest is sprinkles and you can really use those to help you get a sense of, you know, what do you need to do and when do you need to do it? And sprinkles are just bonus. P.S. This is this whole uh, cake method is documented in episode 92 of the podcast. So you can dig in there. Number three, your support system should be a circle of mentors that give you feedback, but also positive reinforcement. So I have said this a million times, and I say this to all my clients and all my future clients, but joining a mastermind and finding and hiring mentors that were one to two steps ahead of me has been a game changer for my business. I also see it as a game changer for my clients. So you cannot do this alone. You need to find your squad. And this is probably the scariest step. But I always say, are you investing in who you are today? Or are you investing in who you want to be tomorrow? Find your squad, lean in on them, and stick with it. Number four, more work doesn't always mean more income. So think about time freedom instead of time management. So instead of focusing on, I'm going to make $100,000 a year, think about what kind of schedule, what does my life look like when I am making that kind of money, and then create that life. And I know that sounds really hard because this is something that I work on every single day, but ask yourself this, are you busy working on the right things or are the right things getting missed because you are busy? Your strategy and your focus matters and you have to slow down to map out your next steps. It is a crucial step in the process. Last but not least is really remembering that you only need to help one person to make a huge impact. And so often I feel like we get stuck on the numbers like, oh my gosh, I need to help 55 people to make this amount. But if you are like truly invested in one person, you are going to change their life. And I think there's something so powerful in that. So when you feel like you aren't making a big enough impact, remember who you have impacted so far. And I love this quote. So I'll leave this quote with you guys. So to the world, you may be one person, but to one person, you may be the world. I have this on my desk. I have it next to the pictures of my girls because I know that my behaviors impact them every single day. And I know that the clients that have trusted me with their vision, I can make a huge impact in their and their family's lives. And that's what I'm going to set out to do. So you can change the world one person at a time and be grateful for those that you are able to serve. So I personally think resilience is not giving up. And I always say you can change the plan, but you shouldn't change the vision. So sometimes the path looks different and there are multiple highs and lows, but different is okay. And you have to choose to keep going. So I know this pep talk is a little bit different, but I hope this inspires you to continue telling your story and sharing your gifts. And you can read the entire article, including some additional behind the scenes via the link in the show notes. And P.S. If you did like the behind the scenes peek, send me a DM on Instagram or an email, and I'd love to hear your feedback. We are planning content for next quarter, and I would love to incorporate all of your questions. 
Better yet, if you loved this episode, please leave a review because your support is so appreciated. I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Crush the Rush podcast. If this was helpful to you, I'd love it if you would please leave a review. It is truly what makes this show keep going and keeps the amazing guests possible. Even better, tag me on Instagram stories and let me know what you think. I cannot wait to hear from you. 